0: Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, personal trainer and nap connoisseur, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, I took a look at a supplement that just may make a significant positive impact on your physical and mental health. So if that would interest you, take a listen to last week's podcast. This week, I'm going to take a look at naps. And you know, I've often wondered when it went from naps being a punishment as a child to a reward as an adult. So let's take a look at some sleep statistics and what you need about sleep and then get into how naps will help you or not. People 18 and older need at least seven and a half hours of sleep per night. But more than one third of Americans do not get seven and a half hours of sleep per night and 4.8 out of 10 which is really darn close to half of all workers surveyed said that they felt tired all of the time and a lot of you are real go-getters and you're saying well you know just drink more coffee Um, you'll get used to it you get used to the the effects of not sleeping well it's right and wrong You do get used to it as far as you get used to the feel of being tired all the time, but there are some physical and mental things that happen to you when you don't get enough sleep that really you you can't get used to. You can't work around and they do start to add up. Here are just a few of the things that happen when you don't get enough sleep, and it does compound. The longer this problem goes on, the worse these become. Memory issues, trouble thinking and concentrating, mood changes, depression, loss of coordination or a greater chance of accidents, lower immunity, high blood pressure, a greater risk for type 2 diabetes, weight gain risk of heart disease, all of these things are caused by lack of sleep. So obviously, not getting enough sleep can be very detrimental to your day-to-day quality of life and could even shorten your life expectancy. And hopefully I will discuss this soon in an episode on sleep and how to do it better. But what we're going to talk about now are naps. And naps can fix some of these. Now, some of the long-term physical effects, uh, not as much, but some of the mental effects naps are very helpful for. 80% of all adults in the United States say that they have taken a nap of some length in the last 30 days. 7% of Americans say that they take a nap every day. The average length of a nap is is 60.2 minutes and I think that's pretty precise. But is there a science to napping and if so what does the science behind napping say? Let's take a look. Okay some things you need to know about naps first and this seems like it should make sense. Naps are more effective in people who got less than the seven hours of sleep a night. If you already got your seven hours of sleep you get less benefit from a nap there's different lengths of nap and different lengths of naps provide different kinds of benefits. If you're just really sleepy, really groggy, really moody, that kind of thing, a short nap or a power nap is very efficient. They increase your coordination, your ability to uh, think and reason. They incre they improve your mood. Um, so if you're worried like if you're on a long trip and you need a nap um, then these are this is the kind of nap that is best to take. They did a study where they studied from five minute naps up to 30 minute naps to see what the best length for a short nap was. and it turns out that a 10 minute nap, if you're going to take a short nap, a 10 minute nap is the optimum time to take a nap. Now, that's 10 minutes of actual napping, so you've got to figure out how long it takes you to get to sleep if you're going to set an alarm. Uh, One person I knew of, he said he would hold his uh, keys in his hand and sit in his office chair and go to sleep, and whenever he went sound enough asleep, he would drop the keys and that would wake him up. Um, I'm sure that soon with our sleep trackers uh, on our fitness devices that you'll be able to tell it to whenever I get to sleep, wake me up in 10 minutes. Anyway, a 10 minute nap is the best short nap to take. It gives you the least sleep inertia. And we'll talk about sleep inertia. Sleep inertia is whenever you wake up from the nap, but you don't want to wake up from the nap. It seems like your body is still just dragging. it. It takes you forever to get woke completely up. And that's the sleep inertia. And that's something that you want to avoid. A lot of people, myself included, aimed for a 30-minute nap. 30-minute nap is called the groggy nap. It gives you no more benefits than a 10-minute nap, and it dramatically increases your sleep inertia. Matter of fact, for the first hour after a 30-minute nap, your abilities are decreased because you're just still dragging from that nap. Now, if you want to increase your memory, you need a 60-minute nap. Your, when you go to sleep, your brain store, takes the memory that it's got in short-term memory and stores it in long-term memory. And it takes about 60 minutes of sleep for that to happen. So if, it, if you've learned something new, something exciting, something whatever, that you really want to make sure you solidify that, take a 60-minute nap and that will help put that into the long-term memory quicker and easier. You do still have some uh, pretty solid amount of sleep inertia after a 60-minute nap. You get more benefits, and the sleep inertia is a little less than the 30-minute nap, but still you have some good sleep inertia. And last is the 90-minute nap. Now, your sleep cycles go about 90 minutes long. So if you want a full sleep cycle, you need to sleep 90 minutes. If you do a 90-minute sleep cycle, that helps with all of the uh, health benefits or the health problems. It helps alleviate some of those things just because you've gone through one complete cycle of sleep and you have the absolute least amount of sleep inertia. The problem is you know, finding 90 minutes in the day that you can take an extra nap that's that long. You now, some good sleep tricks. The best time to take a nap is between 1 and 4 in the afternoon. This is going to give you the most benefits. If you take a nap after 4 in the afternoon, it's going to start decreasing your ability to get to sleep at night. Also, this is just a natural circadian lull, a lull in your daily routine that makes it easier to get to sleep at this time of day. Another thing, if you are one of the people who is really bothered by sleep inertia, if after you take a nap of any length, you just feel so groggy and have trouble waking up, one of the things that has been recommended is drink a good strong cup of coffee or some strong caffeine-containing substance right before you go to sleep so that the 10 minutes or the ten minutes it takes you to get to sleep and the 10 minutes you sleep, um, during that time, the caffeine has a time to take effect. And so whenever you wake up, you'll have the boost from caffeine. Now, if you're taking a four o'clock, 10 minute nap and you drink a good dose of caffeine, if you're someone who's sensitive to caffeine, that may make it much more difficult for you to go to sleep at night. So you have to really take those things into account also. And it, it varies from person to person. But a quick recap, 10 minute naps are great if you need to improve your mental function and your alertness so you're less likely to have an accident. 30-minute naps are great if you want to be sleepy and groggy for the next hour. 60-minute naps are great if you want to solidify memories. And 90-minute naps are really probably the the best. However, it takes 90 minutes out of your day. So if if you had a day that you've had a little bit of sleep deprivation and you've got 10 minutes or more that you can take a nap, try taking a nap and that will indeed make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.